the Asian-American podcast where the Joy Luck Club meets Drunk History. I'm your host, Cindy Yep, And I'm Nancy Lee. So Nancy, we wanted to talk about this movie that has taken all the headlines in the Asian world, Parasite. Not even just Asian world, I think the world. Like the world. The yes. world, yeah. So that's right. like one of the biggest parts of this all. It's the, the fact that it's taken the main stage. It's not just for Asians, but like literally the Oscars. Like mm-hmm. that's like... Yeah. The Mambo Jumbo. As we know, Asians love accolades. Of course. Praise. Praise. We love, we love awards. That's how, that's praise. That's how you have proven you did something. So a pair of site took home the most awards um, at the Oscars, winning four Academy Awards, um, including Best Picture, Directing for Bong Joon-ho, um, international film, and writing for original screenplay. Um, It also became the first non-English language film in Oscar history to win Best Picture, which is freaking huge. Huge huge deal. Huge. Um, But I have to say, it it took me a while to find it on my uh, little scrambler thing that I try to watch some movies on because I found the ones with Korean, but like no subtitles. Which makes sense in normal if I was oh, like yeah. understood Korean, but clearly that's not the case. Are you telling me that you pirated Parasite? I had to watch it in order to get to do this. You know that's like a federal offense, and well, like maybe we maybe not... we edit that part out so I don't get arrested. Not supporting our fellow small-eyed artists. Oh come on! You oh. know all the Asians did this anyway. I know. Come on. Every household, every auntie has it, has some sort of like pirating device. Hello, that's the whole reason they don't want to do the China, US, uh, uh, what's it called? The taxes or whatever, because of all the IP issues. I'm like, hello, mm-hmm. y'all. Yeah, every, kind of- every night market across the world has a copy of this bootleg. Yes. Yes. Now the question is <laughs> if they're good or bad. Um, anyway. Okay, so you saw, I saw it twice, actually. I saw it with two different people, so I don't think it's fair to say that I liked it. Um, I would hope. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I haven't seen a ton of Korean films. Have you? Uh, I've only seen the, like, soap operas that my parents uh, watch. Yeah. And that are translated into Mandarin. But that's, like, very, like, like, they, like, kiss, and then they, that's the assumption they had sex. That's it. Yeah, you know, like, like there, there's no actual physicalness. So some of these scenes in Parasite, I was like, whoa, I wonder what Korean people are yeah. thinking about. If their baseline is those dramas that I'm used to, you know, watching with my parents. Um, I have seen a few movies by this other guy, Park Chan-wook. Um, and they're really twisted, dark kind of movies. Um, there's one called Old Boy. Um, sympathy for Mr. Vengeance, and I have seen them, and I don't know if you know this, but, like, I can't handle horror movies. Oh, I didn't know, but I also hate horror movies, though. I can't, like, I can't do, like, I'll, I'll be like, oh, no, I'm an adult, like, I can do this. I can watch The Shining, it's fine. And then, like, my life is ruined, you know? I can't go to the bathroom because 
there's an elevator full of blood or something. So these movies, yeah, no, I won't go I... into them, but they are super sick. Um, and not in the way that kids say that sick is something cool. Um, so, but check out his, check out Park Chan Wook's work. If you like your life to be ruined, like it ruined mine. <laughs> well, that's a real, you know, real way, good way to market it. Now I just, I'm running to go see it right now. Yeah, you're running. But if you like your life to be ruined, because some people love that thrill of horror movies. I don't. I live in New York City by myself and like walk a lot by myself and like sometimes <laughs> on streets that don't have other people. I don't need to know the certain scenarios that may be like flashing my head that I'm in the middle of a movie scene and like, yeah, I'm that girl. I like don't walk with my earbuds anymore because I feel like I need to be more like buddy. Like Our alert. life is already a nightmare, you know, of mm-hmm. like crazy, scary ass people. Like it's it's like a zombie movie yeah. at times. Yeah, I mean, you, you still live in, you live in the mission, right? I live in the East mm-hmm. Village. Like these, <laughs> like yep. they're definitely nice areas. I'm not trying to say we don't live in nice areas, but they definitely have rough edges. Yeah, come come nighttime. Yeah, you know some monsters come out and like I don't need to go hunting them down. Okay, so let's talk yeah. about Parasite. We thought we would do a, a review slash recap and this is a highly spoiler filled spoiler review. Spoiler. We have fifteen other episodes. So like if you haven't watched it, listen to the other episodes, then come back, watch Parasite and then come back. Yeah. Like are you interested in Bruce Lee? We have one on that. Yellow Fever. Um, <laughs> chi- the Chinese language we don't speak. Yeah. Um, Chinese superstition. Like, there's so many different avenues you could go down. <laughs> like, maybe this one isn't the one for you until unless until you see yeah. it. So just, like, just keep that in mind. So this movie, it's about this family. And, like, this family's, like, really poor. Right. Yeah. Like you can, you get that they're struggling, but then you start Mm -hmm. realizing how much they're struggling. I thought this was really interesting because people think of Asia as being like super high tech and fancy and clean, you know, just all Japanese robots and stuff. But there's tons and tons of people who don't live that way in these Asian metropolises. Isn't that your experience? I'm, I'm very surprised, and particularly because this is Korean like culture and Koreans are yeah. known to be like the clean ones and Japanese, right? Chinese, Vietnamese, like we're met, we're messy. Like we're kind of hoarders. It's, it's fine. Like so like their makeup is perfect. Clothes, perfect. In Japan, it's like similar things. People get dressed up and they like, you know, design is a really big part of their culture. And so you think everybody in Japan just lives that way, but it's not true. You know what's interesting? I realize now that I don't even know what city this movie was based on. It never like said Seoul or referred to Seoul. It could be some other like secondary city in Korea. Mm -hmm. But it's just, I think what I really like about this movie is just how vague it is about the people the culture like clearly it's korean but like it's not just based on being korean it's about the fundamentals of a family unit human being like succeed yeah and it and it's not specific right it's a human thing to aspire Mm -hmm. to like 
you know, do something better for your family. It's a human thing to have these classes Mm -hmm. and this class struggle. So they're in this, um, so they're in this sub basement. And so right away they're Mm -hmm. setting up like the upstairs, downstairs metaphors. And if you're Mm -hmm. like a fan of like Downton Abbey or anything like that, that's going to make, that's going to make sense to me because like it's literally throughout history that like the people who have the money they get upstairs and they get the light and the air and everything. And the people who don't mm-hmm. were just born that way. They go, go to, the, to the downstairs. Mm-hmm. I was trying to think of like what Down Nabby fans might be called, and I came up with Downs Babies, which can't. That's not right. That just that just that's just okay. Okay, we're gonna scratch that. So <laughs> we may get some hate mail. Like the two listeners we have. They're going to be like, you racist bastards. Most of, these, most of this episode is going to be just weird edits <laughs> that that doesn't, <laughs> don't make any sense. And that's, you know, because we had to lose some okay. things. But anyway, um, so there's this, the family is mom and a dad and a son and a daughter. The son has this really rich friend. The rich friend comes over and gives him this big rock. Yeah. Do you remember yes. this? This heavy so, thing. I, Massive. Yeah. Like... Something so I was looking on the internet. The internet's just so handy like that. I know. Remember those those encyclopedias that your parents spent so much money on because they wanted to give you a good education? Those world books? Oh, yeah. My parents still kept them. But, like, there's no point. <sighs> They're out of date. I, I know. I know. There's no point. But that was, like, a big purchase for them back then. I know. Well... We had um, a Funkin' Wagnalls set, and you got them from the supermarket, but we could only afford one volume at a time. Uh-huh. So, like, we eventually collected all of the different letters, but we were like, if you wanted to research something that started with, like, V... You couldn't. You like, didn't have, you it. have it. You weren't yeah. there yet. We had, like, most... Yeah, we had, like, most of the letters. <laughs> so, when but you like, were picking your book report, you are like, oh, not Volcano. Yeah. I just use the library a lot, to be honest. I, As an adult, I love the library. Because I, I go there and I go, free books. Yeah, no, I do enjoy the library. It's free books. And in San Francisco, they abolished late fees. Because they are just like, why? That's great. Isn't that That's nice? That's great. <laughs> like how often do things get actually better in life i wonder if people just don't return shit though now they're just like shithead you know like people take advantage of shit exactly because i you know right away you're thinking i'm thinking like what would my dad do he would just keep all that shit and i think if you never if you just lose it and you can never return it they'll charge you for the book but late fees don't exist like They'll just keep but what, how renewing it for you. But how long do you consider it to be lost? There has to be some sort of limit. Yeah, there has there's to be. The, or there's no way you know can what ever it is. actually claim that it's lost. Anywho, exactly. okay, let's move on from the library. Anyway, so the library. Um, okay, so landscape rocks. That's yeah, what this okay. called. They're called susiok in Korean. The practice of collecting them goes back thousands of years, um, and they're really expensive yeah. at Korean options. So auctions. Oh, okay. It's obviously like it's a weight on the sun. The sun, uh, yeah. like, it, it's his burden. He's the one that's most attached to it, and he says it follows him around. Yeah. Um, and also, spoiler, it like destroys him. But 
I read in Vulture that it might represent the boy's, this boy's aspirations that are going to destroy him. Uh, yeah. Right? Because he's, like, different. He's different than the others in that he's, like, really earnestly, like, I'm going to, I'm going to get into that college mm-hmm. and I'm going to, like, like, rise out of my circumstances. Yeah, like, I'm going to be the one that does it. You know? Yeah. And then everyone, yeah. ri- like, rises with him. Yeah. And everybody else is like, let's let's try to like cheat these people out of money mm-hmm. and he's like I'm going to belong in this world. And so and then, like that is really the thing that cuz he's just so earnest and cute. Yeah. Aww. I mean he even yeah. tries I mean he tries to connect with the the student he's tutoring the daughter of the wealthy family. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. And so which I was like the whole reason your the friend brought you in was so you wouldn't I on- know. He was like his ladies and the- you're my friend. I trust you. Um, you're not gonna go. You're not gonna go for each other. And like, what does he do the first second he gets in there? Like literally first session. First I was session. like, yo, man, you. Oh, row code. But like, but I think he had the, you know, the, there was like an agenda the whole time. Yeah. It was just his his entry point. Yeah. Like it's not like he really is someone who uh, has morals. So yeah, so he gets uh, this job teaching this young student who's the daughter of yeah. the Park family. So he goes to this house. This house is incredible, right? I mean, I, I oh would... Oh my God, it's beautiful. Oh God. I mean, it couldn't be more different than their basement house, right? The basement It's home. just absurd. I mean, you live in New York. I live in San Francisco. We like see into the windows of places like this all the time, right? Yeah. And we're just like, okay, this so. four, I mean, they're a little more compact where we are, but like this, you know, five-story mansion belongs to like one family. And we're like, I can't believe it. I look at doorbell. If it doesn't have, if it has one doorbell, you know, that's like a really oh. wealthy home. That yeah. it's a single family home. I mean, clearly we're very lucky and, you know, we're doing fine and everything. Yeah. But it just... Like, cities like ours and Seoul, um, it's so incredibly apparent, like, how uh, how big the gulf yeah. is between the haves the, and the have-nots. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right? definitely. Because we, li- we live side by side, right? Exactly. Like, you don't know when you open the door what's behind it, right? It could be a small little room, or it could be this, like, magical secret thing, you know? You just yeah. don't know, and you can never tell from know. the outside. Yeah. But we know, like, people in both our cities are, there's filthy rich people, you know? Oh, like sick. Sick. Anyway. Um, um, all right, so he gets this job tutoring. Mm-hmm. He pretty, pretty much right away, he gets his, like, sister hired, and then his mom and dad. Like, like all of a sudden, yeah. Like, it felt like within two days, the whole family was hired. Yeah, and I think the key to their subterfuge, I think, is just, like, hairstyle. Right? They like they got if you get hair like that, yeah. Like you're in. That's your hair is your resume. Because they had that thick, lush hair. They have like these really cool, like, you know, K pop haircuts. Yeah. You know? Well and the I mom's think, wasn't like, that cool. That was kind of like wasn't a cool. head. That was like but a it was like head. it was like hair acting, because like her hair was perfect for what she was doing, you know. Yes, yes, yeah. Well, because yeah. she was good. So, so they they get the original housekeeper fired so they can take over 
because she can't, and then she can't rat on them because they've already taken yeah. over the whole house. Um, and then the Parks go on a camping trip, and the poor family moves. They like take over the house while they're gone, right? Yeah, like sleep and they party. have. Yeah, they have a party. And I don't know about you, but I'm really stressed out by the mess that they make. I'm like, yeah. they could come home anytime, and they're like throwing glass around. But they just don't and feel like they're ever going to be caught. You know what I mean? Like, they yeah. think they got this. So they're, they're like, secure. Thinking, yeah, like, we that's can the do thing, whatever. Cause the, right, because the first part of the movie is pretty, like, funny and lighthearted. And you're yeah. like, oh, no, this is just, like, a little tension about, like, they might get caught, you know? Yeah. Having their, having snacks and getting drunk and stuff. Um, and then the movie takes, like, a huge turn. Huge. Right? Huge. So it basically just completely flips over. And then it turns out there's another poorer family underneath the house. Yeah. It's a a bomb shelter. That's basically what it is. It was built for the house. It was originally Mm -hmm. used as a bomb shelter in case, like, you know, the attack came. And then the new owners, the parks, had no idea this existed. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. the housekeeper, original housekeeper took advantage of that because she knew about it and mm-hmm. moved her. Was he like already sick, the husband? He he was, um, I think the idea was that he had taken out money from loan sharks and then he couldn't, they were going to find him and kill him if they didn't know, pay. If, if they didn't pay. Um, so he was being kept under there and then the housekeeper was feeding her husband, um, mm-hmm. while she was working there. And that's why she freaked out so bad when she lost her job because yeah. how she needed access. Yeah, exactly. So, and then down there, he's got like a weird little, it's, yeah, it's exactly, it's a bunker, it has a cot, it has like a weird bathroom, but yeah, there's yeah. no food, there's no air, like it's a gross dirty like hole so mm-hmm. if you thought like that first family was poor this is like this conditions are even worse, worse. like they're like pretty well off compared to compared to this guy yeah <laughs> i thought it was kind of funny that like this guy is like kind of worships the park family like they're gods like he's never like the basement guy. oh i want to the basement guy yeah he's kind of like I worship them like yeah. from as they're like gods like he's trying to you know he's mm-hmm. like uh they're rich but they're still nice yeah um and then the the wife is like they're nice because they're rich you know and that's yeah. kind of like a really funny um contrast of how like they think because yeah. on the one hand you can be rich but still nice, but are you nice just because your life is like easier because you're rich? Versus like having to deal with life actually and then see how you are towards people. people. Yeah. You don't have to work hard. You don't have like stress and like struggle, struggle yeah. and trauma and everything. So yeah, like he's trying to communicate with them with his head in Morse code. Through the lights. He just like bangs his forehead to death. His forehead looked painful the whole movie. I like oh felt for him god. every time he like banged. I was like, "Oh my god!" Like that, that, that must just hurt. There's something about someone smashing their forehead in over and over again that's just I couldn't do it. Yeah. I couldn't do that. Yeah, yeah, no. Nope. They end up having this huge physical fight. 
Um, so now it's like even more, the horror is just being amped up because now yeah, they like, have this. It's even worse. Right. Because now there's this body, there's this living husband that they have to tie up. You mm-hmm. know, he's a witness and, you know, he it just keeps exploding. Yeah. So the camping trip that the parks were on, they got rained out oh, or something. Rained out. I don't know. They came back and she's like, yeah, can you make some noodles? Like, we'll be right there. Ramdon, which they're like, what the hell is Ramdon? She's like, what the fuck is it? I'm like, Google that shit. Hey, it would be a good like product ad. Hey, Google, how to make. How to make what? What was that? <laughs> she went off. Sorry, oh. I don't understand. <laughs> my my Google home went off. Um, yeah, so they so basically they finally get out of the house after a lot of like maneuvering get like with the with the other family being there, the wealthy family. And they get home mm-hmm. and the rain has flooded their whole entire home. Everything is in, and it was, and and like every, it was literally, they were swimming in shit. Yeah. I was also stressed. It was all sewer. All stressed by this too, because I think messes stress me out, I guess. Like, I'm like, that's a mess. Like, how are they going to clean that? Or anything. How do you even like come from there? You know? You know? Yeah. You have to just, no, you have to just move. Start fresh. And then basically they want to do this big surprise. And the somehow they like left the back door, like the ba- the sub basement door open. That the mm-hmm. downstore guys has come up, has come above, mm-hmm. and takes this knife out of the kitchen. While mm-hmm. right now mm-hmm. the party's going on, that they're about to surprise the kid with the cake. Uh, the the female art teacher is going to be walking the cake out, and then the dad and the 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 limo driver the dad the other dad are going to come out and be like the indians like killing her right it's like and this is all for fun and this is all for fun which is the Mm -hmm. irony of it all because of how it's so fucked up (laughs) so fucked up so yeah so um crazy basement guy stabs the daughter And the dad is like, rushes to her and everyone's like, what? How does this work? Like, Like, why does he care so much? How does he know her? Yeah. Then of course the little kid has seen crazy basement guy and he's going to have a seizure. So previously the wife had said, you only have like a few minutes to get to the hospital when someone's having a seizure. Yeah. So the park family dad is like, we got to go, you know, to the driver. He's like, get get in the car we have to take him to the hospital but he's um cradling Mm -hmm. his own daughter who's dying uh so he throws the keys right Mm -hmm. he throws the keys and they go under crazy basement guy's body um and the dad like goes to get the keys and he smells him yeah and he has like he has disgust face yeah after everything that's going on and like his son's you know about to die people are murdered in his backyard and he's like oh the smell yeah like he stills like it's still like in his in, in his head like it's still such a big part of it he can't get over it 
Yeah, he can't go. He's just so like repulsed by it. Yeah, it's disgusting. Yeah, he's so repulsed. Um, And Biggie, then okay, so then Dad flips out. Well, he sees it, and it like there's like I feel like rage that like came from the gut of his belly. And he was just yep. so disgusted at how disgusted the dad looked at the guy, basement guy and was like, mm-hmm. you look so down at us. Like you saw it in his eyes. And then you just were like, and he then took the knife and then just killed the dad. Yeah. And previously he had kind of stood up for that family. He was like, yeah. what did they do? Well, to he appreciated de- that. Yeah, like what did they do to deserve this? He He wasn't planning on hurting them at all he was just like he thought the family just had more than enough you know wealth then why not take some of that you know take advantage of a little bit it's not going to hurt them like they keep saying they're just like they're really nice but they're gullible yeah like like the wife they keep saying like because she's really naive you know and so like as long as they don't know anyway so it ends on a weird note which is that the son who you thought for sure was dead. Yeah. He's not dead. Yeah. He wakes up in the hospital. He is like arrested on, I don't know, fraud. Pretty much. Something. It's not really clear. And they can't find the dad. And the daughter has died, which is really sad. But then we find out that the the dad has replaced the crazy basement guy. And he is now crazy basement that guy. himself. And he is tapping out messages in a Morse code that in the hopes that maybe his son will see him, mm-hmm. uh, see the see the uh, the lights flashing on and off. And he taps out an extremely long letter in Morse code. <laughs> it's just like this must. I don't know how they actually did that, but just go with the movie. Yeah, this just, just takes. <laughs> um, yeah, I was like, this takes this tears down the movie for me this long letter so then the son has this plan and he's like i'm what i'm gonna do is i'm gonna work really hard i'm gonna go to college and then i'm gonna make tons and tons of money and then once i'm like rich and older i'm gonna buy this house and my dad's still gonna be there and i'm gonna like just open the door and he's gonna come she can just come out and emerge into the sun it comes back to reality it's the reality we know that like someone like him is probably never gonna own that house, you know. Just like most of us are never gonna own that house. Own that house, yes. So it is really sad because he still is very earnest and he still is believing that anything is possible, um, even though we have seen what the result is yeah. of trying to exp- aspire or like to leapfrog your way into a different class. Earlier, the dad says that he has a plan. Do you, did he have a plan or was he just telling that to have his kids feel better? Yeah. And so they could just relax because they were like freaking out like, dad, dad, what do we do? And he was like, it's cool. I have a plan. Um, But he doesn't tell them what it is. Yeah. But what ends up happening is he goes in the basement. Is that possible that that was his plan? Like later on, because he seems like. He went right there after he escaped from the house. He went right back into Hiding. the house yeah. from to the basement. I don't. And he was like, "Did he already have that thought?" But he was also very bothered about the smell to begin with, mm-hmm. like because he refer he he didn't talk about it. 
he just always heard it and it like you saw it mm-hmm. sit with him. Yeah. It was like underneath the coffee table. And that's when they first the, yeah. that's when the dad said, like, he has the smell. That, and then the, he told the wife about it, and then the wife was in the car, and she was like, oh, my God. And she didn't even try to hide her disgust. She yeah, just rolled down the window. And, like, we've all been guilty of that. We've all been like, well, it's cab driver. Oh, my God. You know? Usually it's just a, a curry smell. I mean, it's just, it, it, I get it. It's smell. I mean, and you just open the window. Um, but I really liked about, I re- like what I said earlier at the top was just like how this storyline can like be so relatable across cu- cultures and regions and like classes and just, it, it pertains to all. And it's so just humanizing. Like it just, it's yeah, all. It's absolutely, you know, what's happening. We're all aware of, you know, the income inequality yeah. and um, in the U S. Um, but I didn't know this was a huge topic in South Korea. Did you? No. Well, because they always are like touting their wealth, you know, so you don't really hear about this. Yeah. It's a, this it's part always of like it. this really clean, like perfect image. Um, but like mm-hmm. there's been inequality, there's been like corruption scandals. And I read this quote from this professor of East Asian studies at Irvine, UC Irvine. He said there's new, a new slang phrase in Korean. There's gold spoons and there's dirt spoons. So people, if you're born with a gold spoon, that means you like made it and the have-nots are dirt spoons and they'll always have a dirt spoon. Oh my God. This is like, this is like in India's culture uh, about the class system. Mm. Like untouchables, mm-hmm. like you're born into it. It's based off your previous life. You kind of based off what mm-hmm. you've done. You get born into like the like certain right. classes, which have certain yeah. levels. But it's it's like bringing it right. all back there again. Everyone just likes being feeling better than others. I think. Oh yeah, it's like a human. Well, thing. people always um, want to keep those classes in place. Those of the people in power want to stay in power. And like in the case of like the untouchables say, it's like, why would you want to liberate the people who have to clean up everyone's poo? Cause then you might have shit. to clean up poo. So you rather someone, you yeah. rather shit on someone else, literally. Exactly. And I think it's reflected in our culture too, from the 80s sitcom show, silver spoons starring Ricky Schroeder. Remember? Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ricky Schroeder. I had a huge crush on him. I was like, my blonde, mm. blue-eyed dreamboat boy. <laughs> well, well, that's the one with Willis, right? What you're talking about, Mr. Uh, sorry, that's um, Different Strokes. Oh, oh, you're doing Silver Spoons. Silver Spoons is the one where the, they have like a little train in, yeah. The train? <laughs> I was just going to say that. In the a train. riding train, and that was the thing I was the most jealous of. Yeah, I, I think... Uh, it was a fascinating look at these different struggles in a way that everyone, to your point, can relate to. Yeah, I'm curious what will look, be like in the future. Because like what I really, again, also appreciate about this was like it was an Asian film that was not about Kung Fu or ancient dynasties with the bun and the hair and the braid. Um, and it wasn't Mulan 
and I just it wasn't like scary little girls climbing out of wells or whatever mm -hmm. and yeah it just didn't play into the stereotypes which is what I mm -hmm. really liked because it showed again the humanizing them is my favorite yeah theme. and it's really it was so. really surprising to me that it swept the oscars in the way that it did yeah. um do you think that asian movies winning at the oscars is going to be a trend that continues or do you think this was the asians quote-unquote asians year to win because it's it was such a breakthrough year in asian and asian america pop culture do you think like I, there I is feel... a wave and they wrote it and it's like how the Oscars had one year that was all about women and it like never happened again? Yeah, I don't know because I feel like the Oscars in itself, just like the Grammys, like a lot of these bodies are run by like white men. So everyone's kind of like going against them. Like I think Kanye was like pushing against the Grammys about like who they were nominating and things like that. I know with the Oscars, same thing. So I feel like I think the others are kind of getting a voice yeah. nowadays and realizing like we need to have representation. So yeah, they're sprinkling it around. I think it just keeps people a little bit more aware and open about uh, foreign films now because it can come from anywhere these sort of like high caliber films it's not just coming from yeah u.s dominated yeah. they're starting to have cinema. like big big budgets but with like amazing acting amazing story writing well they also changed the title from foreign films to international oh. film that category it was used to be called oh. foreign what does foreign right. represent like but international. Mm, okay, well, so baby steps is what we're saying. Baby yeah, steps. I, yeah, we'll take we'll yeah, take it. Well, That's cool. On that note, did you like this movie? Uh, yeah, I really liked yeah. it. It was heavy. It was heavy. Um, but I like heavy. It was heavy. Well, that's probably why you saw that's it twice. What I saw twice. And you probably are going to see it more. See it again. I, I probably You're, am that's... Done. like that. I got it. I saw it. <laughs> you know. I can watch rom-coms over and over again, you know, but uh, these serious things, I'm like, I got it. I it was it. really intense. Unless, like, yeah, yeah. it was intense. I, I no, I like dark it. things up until uh, they get to, like, really horror, you know. Why do something that gives you so much pain? Exactly. Why do that to yourself? Yeah. But if it's just, like, morbid, um, revolting kind of stuff, I'm like, yes. Yes, give it to me. Uh, on that note, Sin. Yeah, well, this is fun talking over Parasite. We, um, yeah. It sounds like we both really liked it. Uh, obviously, it was liked, loved by tons of people, including um, our bastions of white male cinema appreciation. It was acceptable um, in their eyes. <laughs> what's accepted that's all they want is to be accepted yeah. yeah and we're we're looking forward to more movies like this coming up yeah uh well thanks for listening guys bye bye love bye bye love
peculiarly 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 peculiarly